Hello, everybody, and welcome to Boss Rush's Xbox podcast, Arsenal X. I'm your host, Jesse Douglas, and I'm here with that retro code, Edward Varnell. How's it going, Ed? It's going great. Yo, 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 everybody. <laughs> it's going pretty good for me, too. We, uh, we kind of, I actually went and did something with my friends for like, I think the second or third time since covid only so you know like normally we bet when we did stuff it was you know online but but we uh we actually got together and just played some like cards against humanity and stuff today so i had a pretty good week and then uh we've been making some plans for the future of things that we want to do because my my birthday and my friend's birth my friend robert's birthday both Mm. are this month and uh mine's the 24th and his is the 27th so yeah so, my yeah, uh my friend's my friend's birthday is i think the 29 i got actually two birthdays my friend uh david his is like the 26th 27th my other friend ashley is like the 29th and then my birthday is on the 10th in april and it's just like yeah we have got to do something like there's got to be some kind of restaurants opening up because like literally because of covid we all miss each other like bad yeah yeah i know that's the thing is like you know we've we will do stuff together and go out and you know do stuff at one or you know at my friend's house but it's been like very very slim and we're you know keeping our distance and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and you know if we go go anywhere or whatever me and my family you know we wear masks and stuff but that's the thing is it's like really as long as you follow those rules and stuff you can go do things it's it's you know like i get it like some places it's a little bit harder like in bigger cities where there's just such you know there would be just so many people that you're around that it would be difficult to um you know to to be distanced and all that kind of stuff but Mm. (laughs) actually my wife uh we were talking about uh we were talking about churches and and all that kind of stuff <laughs> the other day when we went on a walk and well because my wife had mentioned something about uh going to a church a different church that's closer to us and i'm like what you know like why are you going there and she's like oh well the the place that that we were going to um they don't they don't like uh make anyone wear masks or anything now she said she said so she like went in there and like like almost everyone's just not wearing a mask they're not distanced nothing so she's like i just don't want to go there anymore yeah so she we're... went to a different place <laughs> uh, so. today um i know yeah. we at our church we're still wearing masks uh we're still following mm-hmm. the guidelines and everything um even at work we're still following the guidelines this one man he came in and he didn't have his mask but um no, he did have his mask on, but he took it off because he had to do a photo. Um, he just never put it on. And I was just like, let me get him out the store because it's these folks, they clown if you don't got a mask. If your mask is falling or anything, they will let mm-hmm. you know, put your mask <laughs> on. You're gonna, I'm like, yeah. ma'am, 
it doesn't matter if I got my mask on and off. I'm behind a shield. You already eight feet away. Like <laughs> like you put your stuff on the counter and then walked back, even with my mask on, even me with me behind the glass. So it won't matter if I have it on and off. You're distancing yourself and doing the most for some unknown unknown reason. Like, why are you eight feet away and all you got is a newspaper? Like really, <laughs> like really. Yeah. <laughs> a, yeah. yeah, they they will let you know in my area of work. So Yeah. Which, you know, like that's the thing is like I feel like most people um are nice about it because sometimes you do like I've even done it where I've walked away from my car and I just completely forgot mm. to grab my mask and you know and I'm but then really quick the second you see a mask on someone you're like oh crap that's right I gotta you know like it's it just it happens you know it's yeah. it's it's a uh, you know because like I uh, honestly like for the most part I don't really go anywhere other than work and so I leave my mask in my car and when I go to work, I don't really need to wear a mask unless I get there early before mm-hmm. the teach what teachers and stuff are still there. Yeah. Because there's only one other person that works with me and they work on a completely different level than I do the whole night. So we're not really around each other at all. Um, and when we are, I, you know, I just stay away from them quite a bit. Just talk to them from a really far yeah, distance. So me and another associate, we could take our masks down or have our mask off, um, because we're the only ones in the store. All the customers are gone. And, uh, normally we're still kind of distance cause I'm in the office doing the money and stuff and they're like in a break room ready for us to leave. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, it's that's and that's just it. Like you know, for me, like I just unless I go out of my way to go somewhere, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I don't really have to wear it, and so I still can sometimes, you know, forget to to grab it, you know, when before I go do something. But I mean, I think it's only happened to me like twice because it's still like you know, it's been long enough now that it's constantly in your head, but. But yeah, so I mean, I just I just got to still plan my, you know, schedule my day to go get the go get the sh- first shot and mm-hmm. and then hopefully it won't be too long and I, you know, still obviously wear a mask when I go places, but it, you know, I won't be as as stressful of a thing. Because yeah, we we're actually talking about possibly going to um Dave and the new Dave and Busters mm-hmm. by us. Because that that opened up, I think, like last week oh, nice. or so. So, so yeah, I figure you know we figure we'll we'll see see too. I mean, if it's if it's too crazy busy in there, mm-hmm. I I might just say forget it. You know, like I, that's the thing because I don't know if they're gonna be, you know, if it's full capacity or how you know how they're gonna be doing that. So I'll have to find out first, but. We'll figure something out. So, yeah. But yeah, because I, I mean, other, otherwise we just go grab something to eat, you know, and do figure something else out. But, but yeah, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to <laughs> hopefully getting to actually, you know, try, do something at Dave and Buster's because me and you went that one day yeah. before COVID when I came to visit you, but. We didn't. I didn't. We didn't really get a chance to do anything because it didn't really pay. Pay to you know. We didn't have a whole lot of time. That's more for something like if you want to do like a make a whole day of it. Yeah. And just 
there and do do fun stuff. So, yes. But yeah. So, all right. Yeah, we'll uh, get into uh, some of this news and stuff. I need to pull something up here. Sorry. Because okay. I had this done already. <laughs> that is okay. Uh, we know that uh, some good things are coming for Xbox. I just I can't just hope more will come <laughs> and everything. Yeah. I, I will. I will say this. Uh, so uh, I I was going to download three out of ten, and my controller uh batteries died. Like they ran out of juice, <laughs> and yeah. uh. I think I I can't find my charger to replace it. I think I put it in another room in the house. I'm just like, where is this charger at? So I gotta get the charger, charge up my batteries, and then I'll be buying that game. Um, because I do want to do want to give it a try. Um, yeah, for it and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. That, that was that's one of the nice things about having gotten the uh the um elite controller series two mm. is it came with like a 10 foot long uh charging cord so like that that thing is super long <laughs> so i can <laughs> you can like plug it in and and uh yeah have such you know have a really long cord to, so you can use it and play while you're charging it so but uh. yeah because i mean still bummed that i but now i'm seeing you know speaking of news type stuff i i see that like one of the the um elite controller that a lot of people are having issues with the with some of the buttons and mm. and i find seen a video of someone showing they're they're having the same issue as me with the that bumper because it's only the bumper the the right bumper button that that's given me issues everything else works perfect but for whatever reason but you know luckily you can program those paddles in the back to mm-hmm. to be buttons and so i all i did is i just pat one of the paddles on the on the right side underneath i just uh programmed it as the the right bumper so i don't even need to futz with it at all i can just push that instead Oh, Which nice. is is easier too because a lot of times if you want to hit that right bumper, you know, and you're doing other stuff and you gotta you know th- switch over. But I can literally keep my finger right at the trigger button, you know, the right trigger, and yeah. never have to leap it. And I can just hit with my other fingers I'm not using, hit that bumper, and and not have to move any fingers at all. So <laughs> I, I will say this: <laughs> that I'm actually surprised that Microsoft did the Elite controller when the Series X came out because normally. Those controllers would kind of have happen like about the third, second or we're well, not second, about third. Well, remember they did it. They did it. Yeah, they did it before the Series X even came out. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was available. Yeah, like before the Series X even was available. Yeah, cause yeah, cause like the, most of their Elite controllers come out like the third year after that version of that console comes out. Because I think the Elite for one came out. I think when the Slim was out before the before one x was about to hit and it was just like oh okay and then to see it be like oh they got the elite way early they probably been working on that controller um alongside the xbox one uh series x controller i'm surprised i'm i'm really am surprised you know yeah 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 i'm and i honestly wouldn't be surprised if they see enough issues with this this uh uh, series two one that I mm-hmm. who knows they might even just like just you know come up come out with a third one of like 
in a couple of years or something, who knows, and like rechange it again. Because the thing is, is, you know, like it has, it has that button for, uh, for changing between the modes, but, but that, that button is right where the, the screen capture button is Mm. on the new one. So it doesn't have a screen capture button at all. So I could see them making a third one eventually where they actually have a, a, a screen capture button on it as well. So, I mean, that, you know, that would, that's when series X two come out. <laughs> like it's the slim, it's the updated version, even though they got the slim and the regular one, I was just like, you yeah. guys going to do a redesign and even make that version a little bit more powerful. Nor in Microsoft, I'm just saying. But if yeah. they don't, I, I, if they don't, I'd be shocked. We're like, oh, so the Series X is just like you guys really been upgrading the system, probably do patches and stuff, and like unleashing the power of the beast. I should say. Yeah. Well, and I I haven't really been paying too much attention to like third party controllers at all. If they're putting mm. that capture, if they're putting the capture button on their controllers or not. I, I honestly I tell know. you, I don't even know if there is any dark third party controllers yeah. for Series X. Yeah, there there's there's a wire they have um uh what is it power a or whatever makes uh, makes a wired version that's uh, like their wired version of the controller it's more like the actual original series x controller Mm -hmm. but it it has the the um programmable uh bumpers and stuff on the bottom um and and has it where you can set the triggers to have a, a shorter or longer pull um so so they have one that's basically like a series, like the uh, um, the Elite controller, but it's mm. just wired, and it's obviously it's. I think it's only like sixty or or seventy bucks, you know, which is like, it, you know, and and a lot of people kind of like Power A. Like I think their quality is more reasonable. Like I haven't heard really yeah. heard anybody had any problems with them. Yeah, they. They're the only the only issue with them is they're not really built to last mm-hmm. forever, you know. Like they they might last uh you know a couple of years. Yeah. But I've I've had a couple of them where you know after a while you just start to have issues with them, um uh, you know after a couple of years, uh I you, they start to kind of uh have issues a lot of the time. But I th- I think it's just they're not they're not using like high quality parts in it. They're it's mm-hmm. all, all plastic. It's mostly plastic and you know and the and the rubber pieces they use and stuff for button presses and stuff. I'm sure are are you know not quality. So, but yeah, but yeah. So, all right. Um, yeah, let's let's get it. Oh, actually, yeah, let's we. What have you been playing, Ed? Uh, so, um, I'll skip that. <laughs> <laughs> so I um been like playing a little bit more of uh Ghouls and Ghosts Resurrection on Switch. Um, I've been playing. I did a playthrough of Gree. Um, and I'm going to be working on that project like uh this coming week. Um, for it, uh, I got the gameplay that I needed. Um, there might be some shots that I need to recapture and replay. Um, so just to get get some things. But 
pretty much I uh, I, st- I think I still need to finish the Outriders demo and um, I still feel the same way that this game is it feels like it's a THQ game um, developed by people can't fly like this is Red Faction 2 for some unknown reason um, mm-hmm. so that's pretty much what I've been playing I, I'm like I uh, I'm going to be jumping into Bioshock uh, Infinite this week also so um mm-hmm. i'll be able to speak more about that uh but yeah that outright that outriders demo is not it's it's not good it's to me it's it's way it's a 29.99 sale purchase of a game with this demo because the audio issues the cutscenes, how just how that goes the story feels combobulated like it's disjointed um it's it it feels it if so i kind of talked about like fuse that insomnia did with ea you know it was Mm -hmm. it felt like it was one thing and then when they got uh in contact with ea it changed to be something else um and and it kind of feels that way like it has this aliens premise Innocence or Aliens Resurrection premise um, into it. And then it turns literally into something else. And it's just like, uh, I, I don't I don't like what this is. And like these issues, um, the shooting is fine. Uh, the this I it may be my TV, but I had to turn that brightness up because it was too dark of a game. And then I was just like, okay, I got the brightness, but then it's parts where I can't even see them, even though they got the red triangle over them. It was just like, am I hitting them or not? Like, it's kind of hard to tell if they're, like, literally losing energy or something. I know they got a bar that you could, like, hit and see it go down, but it was just like, I don't know if my shots are lining up because on how bright the screen is and like i can't really see my reticle trying to hit them like there were just so many decisions that i'm like i don't know why this is happening in a sense and if it does get delayed good if it doesn't i i i really feel like this game is gonna be like a seven you know, or if it's going to be on Metacritic, it may get like a 75 or lower because it if this is what this game has to offer, I don't think it's going to survive. Um, I find the story what they how they started up. I find that uninteresting. Um, it seems like they got some good characters, but I it's just like ugh, it's just a disjointed comp. Uh, crazy not crazy just confused mess of a demo and if this is like representation of the actual game when it comes out i don't care how much progress i say i would be like i'm not buying this unless it's on a good like internet sale i mean like microsoft sale or i find it in the bargain bin for 19.99 because i it's, it's just yeah it's not it's just not good yeah, I, I, you know, I've, I've heard uh, that it, it, it's not a great representation of it. Like it, like there are quite a bit of differences to the actual, mm-hmm. like to some of the stuff. But that's the thing is, I mean, you know, like, I, 
it's it it just kind of i think that unfortunately they were stuck they were stuck um giving you only that that part that you do mm-hmm. just because they probably didn't want to open up the world and bring you into the bigger you know the bigger picture of what the game is because it, you know like they just either you know it's not all completely finished or you know or whatever when they made that demo for it um but yeah, it's I mean I I didn't I wasn't as down on it as some people are. Um I you know, I enjoyed what I played. I I seen the potential and you know like what it what it's doing. Um you know like that's the thing is like I I I still want to see what you know what's after like what what i've played so far like because it kind of ends and like right when it feels like you're about to go into the bigger open world area Mm -hmm. because that first area is kind of you know is a smaller you know it's kind of open but it just feels like a regular like map you know like a regular map in a in a in a um a single single player storyline right so it I think there's a lot more to see from it, but unfortunately that they couldn't show us anymore in that demo. And I'm hoping that, that it is going to open up quite a bit from where it leaves off. So like, you know, and I do hope that they're listening to, to, you know, what people are saying, if people are being critical about it or, you know, trying to be, um, like, you know, critical in a good way about it and um to try to try to help them you know fix certain things and and it does seem like they're pretty active with the community Mm -hmm. um because i mean they were they were on top of it like right away when they were having issues with the game not wanting to start and all that stuff and that was fixed right away but what i didn't realize though is even though they had fixed that stuff like the problem was is I hadn't reset my Xbox or 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 whatever and you had to you had to hard cycle your Xbox to get any old uh lingering uh uh save state files out of the out of the the cache or whatever. Yeah. And uh, um and then all of a sudden it, it like I could load into the game just fine. So there there was some issues that I, where I thought it was still having issues, but in reality it's just I didn't know that I had to reset my Xbox. And unfortunately, I'm sure there were other people that didn't know that and didn't even bother to look or check or or even find out find that stuff out, but I, I think it's, what, always, it's always an issue when it comes to to beta stuff and all that. There's always issues and yeah, and you know I, you know like all I got, all we really need I think is for them to just like next time when they talk about it or show stuff off is you know maybe give us a little taste of of what else you know there is like why why they they think people need to play their game so I, I so hopefully kind of, we'll see. I kind of want to ask, and I kind of might put this on our, to the RX community. Why do games like this get forgiven for their repetitive nature, and other games get 
like people won't try it or they'd be like that's not my kind of kind of game because i grind too much and you know the repetitive nature of it is like unforgivable and, and this is no disrespect to like this game or destiny or stuff like that but there are people who complain about role-playing games because you grind too much but i'm like but you're doing the same thing it's just that the action is more faster and you know you you fight hard to get the next gun to have a higher number and people who play role-playing games who grind they do the same thing but they're kind of looked down on it and it's so weird why why i think what what's accepted and what's forgiven forgiven? yeah i think i think it's i think it's more about what what kind of person you are like what Mm -hmm. your interests are because the thing is is like you know like for for a a destiny you know destiny 2 we'll just take that as an example for for me like you know doing all the things and you know like the shooting you know like doing the missions doing the side missions even doing them repeatedly some of those side missions are like the uh the um live events or whatever you know how in destiny you have where all of a sudden guys bad guys will just get you know dropped off and then all of a sudden an event will start out of nowhere um I think like because I love first person shooters like for mm-hmm. me it's it's not that big of a deal like I I don't care about doing stuff like that repetitively but on the other hand though if you tell me that I've got to sit there and keep on digging up stuff and you know like just searching for to collect you know just I don't know like like branches or collect you know this or collect that you know like just just little tedious things where there is no action it's just literally you going around searching for things because you got to keep on you know doing all this stuff so you can build things so you can level something up or you know like thing tedious things like that for someone like me is just it's too boring of a thing where when I'm shooting things and doing stuff, it's like it's keeping me more interactive and more keeping my attention more, you know, versus certain, you know, certain things that you can a lot of times have to do in some of these other games. Because even like in Destiny or or um, or like Anthem, when I was playing that, like I if if i was in an area where there was the you know the the type of loot or or type of thing that you could collect you know from mm-hmm. plants or whatever in that world if i was by them or i was by the chests that are in destiny like that have the glimmer loot in it if i just happened to run into them i would collect it but i'm not in those games i'm not going and doing that that repetitive you know boring stuff of just looking for just things like that um where where and it's and it's not as big of a deal in a first person shooter whereas i feel like a lot of the times like rpgs and stuff like there's a lot of times finding that that extra stuff throughout the world is a little bit more um useful i guess you could say Mm -hmm. 
So I think I think that's the thing is I I think it just depends on what kind of person you are, because there's a lot of people who don't care about the grinding and RPGs and they love it. They love doing the, the, the monotonous stuff of planting something and or or just, you know, like doing doing some kind of random thing like fishing just so they can upgrade or increase their level on something, you know, like certain people love doing that, but I think it's just, it's both of them, you know, both, both type of games, those kind of grinding stuff just isn't for everyone. And there's a lot of people where just, if they have to grind period, no matter what kind of game it is, they don't enjoy it at all. So I think it's just a matter of the person, person. honestly. Because it's weird that the formula is the same. Like, the formula is the same, but the execution is different. And so, why do one execution is accepted and then the other execution is, like, not accepted? And like you said, it it depends on the person and stuff. It's just, it's just, it's really interesting and kind of educational to me because it's just like, I understand that if you're playing like a Destiny or even uh or even Outriders and even the Division 2 that you're playing this stuff and you're grinding to get more gear to be stronger you should be able to play uh Final Fantasy or some kind of role playing game and just be able to grind to up your levels. The levels is your armor to make you stronger and everything so yeah. that you can survive the next battle but some people don't like that and it's very it's it's it's, it's not mind-boggling but it's just like yeah. i i i think sometimes I, I think sometimes that people need to switch it up in a sense if you love grinding and you're into the kind of shooter uh the looter shooters you should be able to play a jrpg and be able to transfer that experience of grinding to the jrpg just uh just know that you won't get uh you won't get new equipment unless you go out to look for new equipment like like a side quest but you are grinding to get money to buy armor for the next thing and you're trying to up your levels and everything yeah. It's 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 just interesting and educational to see, you know. But like I said, I'll probably oh go ahead. I was gonna say I think I think part of the the issue also might be that like you know something like Destiny or or something like that. Like when mm. you go in when you go into that game, you know that it's a you know it's a, a game with a service where. Where it's you know like it is is if you want to it's never ending to get like to a a certain point of where your you know your character is powerful enough to do like raids and stuff like that and yeah. then from that point on you know like you can just you can keep on doing that stuff getting rewarded and all that stuff but when it comes to a lot of RPGs like you know at least at least like you know the more traditional ones where where it's basically just single player and there's an end to the game i think a lot of the times some of those RPGs like 
are super long as it is like they're really really long to finish it and then but then on top of that it's it's even longer you know like games like witcher and stuff you hear people just be like man like games like that are just too long you know as as much as people loved witcher they they just didn't like that there's so much stuff they had to grind and do to be able to get finished but, but the, it's it's kind of funny because the same nif that you would do in the witcher is the same nif that you're doing in a looter shooter in a sense the time management is different because yes they are adding new content but if you're putting <laughs> 180 hours in and it's only been four months and you could put that same 180 hours in the witcher the content is there there's no upgrades or i mean no yeah. like updates yeah, and stuff, see, but unless you want it and that's the difference that's yeah, the difference, though. And, and, that's, and that's what I find. Right. And oh, that's, what I kind of, um, that's what I find interesting and educational in the, in the sense that you're able to uh, put your time into this. You should be able mm-hmm. to. I think the thing with me is that if you put the time into this, you should be able to transfer that same time into this other thing. The execution is different, but you still, you should still be able to do it. In a sense, and well, some people are just like no, and but like you said, the length of a game sometimes affects. Yeah, well, I think I like let's say like let's say though that Witcher Four comes out, mm-hmm. and if you put all that time into three, and then your character from three is now at the level that he's at, and you know, and you have all these perks and all this stuff ahead of time now because you put all that time in, and yeah. now you can start out with that in four. I don't think pe- it, people would make a big deal about it. Like, like take you know, like the, the, I think this is a good example. How about like, um, when 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 Zelda when uh, Breath of the Wild came out, mm-hmm. if if you beat and you played Twilight Princess. And you had that amiibo, all that time and hard work that you put into beating that game and and getting that and getting that uh, your wolf uh, link uh, upgraded, you now had that uh, the ability to use all that time and and you know th- that you put into uh, working on that character. Now you mm. had uh, a powerful, very you know version of that wolf that you could call in and help you in Breath of the Wild with you know a bunch of hearts and everything. Like I think I think that's the problem is like when you do something like that and you put all that time into Destiny, when the next season of whole bunch of expansions, which is you know basically as long as a as a new you know, a new, a brand new story add-on, all that time that you put in is going to transfer over to the next big drops of stories. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the difference. Like you put all that time into it for nothing but to beat that game. And once you've beat the game, none of that stuff matters anymore. None of that, that monotonous, you know, like tedious stuff that you did doesn't matter anymore. Yes, you beat the game, but Beyond that, there's nothing to show for all that that wasting of time that you had to do in order to be able to beat the game. Like, right. so I think I think that's the thing is like when you're doing it in a, in a looter shooter, you at least get to use all that time and progress that you put in to bring forward into the next big chunks of the story. Which I which I understand, but I I think 
like for me, I think it's the person transferring that time in. If you, I'm saying that, like, if you played 180 yeah. hours of Destiny, you should be able to still sit down and do, like, let's say, 180 hours of, yeah. of, 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 of the Witcher. Just use that for example. Yeah. Like I said, the flows, the, the the execution is different. Like I'm just saying yeah. that the grinding and stuff is different. Cause if I know you're grinding and you're getting rewards and stuff to up to enhance your character. But even that time, it's just, it's that, I think it's that actual time spent is what I'm trying to get at. If you yeah. put that time in, regardless of what you get, you should be able to still put that time into another game of that same yeah. caliber, but the ex- different execution. It's just it's just interesting and educational. Yeah, I, that, that I find. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, no, it's. I think. I think, like I said, though, it just it comes down to you know certain people. Like mm. I, I don't think I don't think a lot of people who play those those RPGs and stuff like who like those kind of games they're not usually the ones who complain. I think it's more along the people like me like me or Corey, you know, or people who don't have a whole lot of free time who are like, God, I'd really like to play this game. See, and that's the thing, but that, but that's, I don't want to spend 180 hours just to finish one game. But that, but that's the thing. Everybody say, and I'm not going to use you or Corey, but everybody keep people saying, well, I wish I have the free time. You do have the free time. You're just placed it on that one particular game. And you continue to bring that free time to that one particular game. You choose yeah. not to go to another game and use that free time. So I, that is because my, because my free saying, time. Right. Yeah. I, because, I, but, I, but for Corey, like with destiny too, his free time and the time he spends in destiny is actually rewarding him, you know, for certain things that he, you can only unlock right. when you're playing. That. Right. So, you know, and, so, so that's the thing is, right. is and, and, playing, <laughs> playing Witcher isn't going to get you anything, uh, special. But, but I think putting the thing time. But I, I think the thing is when some people not, and I'm not going to use Corey. I'm just saying when people in general say, "Well, I don't got the free time." I'm like, you do have the free time. You just decide to place that free time in this one particular game on a repetitious yeah. man. And I, and I can understand you have that's your mm-hmm. right and everything. But yeah. you should also be able to be like, you know what? I need to put my free time into something else. And yeah. be and be able to get a new experience and stuff because you can't really say you can't really say I didn't have no free time. You like you did have free time. It's just that you chose it to be in this one game and not various other games. Yeah, and it's yeah, so. yeah, I, I yeah, I completely get that. It's yeah, it, it, it and, at the and end like of you the said, day, it's all about like what you're interested exactly. in putting the time into. Yeah. Like, yeah, I because cause like I you know like when the when the um, Final Fantasy VII remake you know is finally available for for uh, for Xbox or whatever, mm-hmm. you know I'm gonna put my time into that. You know, even though it's gonna probably take me a while to finish it, but. But like the thing is, is I'm I'm always more drawn to games that are like in that sweet spot of like eight to to thirteen hours, you know, to finish a game because because that's like for me like the reason I don't play a Witcher three is because in the time that it takes me to finish Witcher three, I could finish you know like five or six 
you know, like regular single stories and, you know, and even six of them, I mean, at like 10 hours a piece, that's, that's 60 hours. That's, st- that's still only a quarter of the time. Right. But if you're, take but the- if you're, but if you're still, if you're using that in a multiplayer game, let's just use Call of Duty or Battlefield, for example, if you're using that same time, like those 60 hours throughout the, throughout the month or two months, you can mm-hmm. also be using that same time to do it in the Witcher. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if you're doing single player for some short game. If you're spending that same time in in a in multiplayer stuff, you should be able to spend that same time. So if I'm spending forty five hours in Final Fantasy seven, I could really spend that forty five hours also in Call of Duty. I'm I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. Mm-hmm. I should be able to do 45 hours in Titanfall. As many games that I jump around with, I can mm-hmm. still I should still be able to use that time in other games. And yeah, like for me personally, I think the the problem too is when you get into something like Witcher or or some like some of those like deeper story driven uh-huh. games. Yeah. Like for someone like me, who a lot of times when I sit down and play something, I might only have fifteen minutes yes. to do something. Some of those games aren't meant to be played in only small increments like that. So, like I might <laughs> your be fifteen in minutes the middle of just, a story. Look, your fifteen yeah. minutes might be the cussing. <laughs> You'd be like, Dang. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I think that's a that's another thing that that comes into play is. Yeah is this game built to be able to be played in small increments like I may only have the time for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so there, yeah, I think there's a lot, there's a lot that comes into what a person picks and chooses to be their, their go-to game because, you know, obviously it like either it, it, it does something for them that, that other games at the time just don't do for them or, or it makes them feel like their time's more rewarding or, you know, or whatever it is. But I think, you know, and that's the thing. There's probably people out there who playing Witcher 3, if they can spend hours in that, they'd rather play put hours into that than play, you know, Call of Duty or whatever. And that's, but then again, that's the thing is it all depends on what, what you prefer. Like, I prefer first-person shooters. Yeah, because I'm decent at them, but also like you know they're set up in ways where you can, you can do something and finish, be finished in a couple, you know, fifteen twenty minutes, and and you know be done. But, um, you know, it's it's really it just all comes down to preference, like most yeah. things, you know. But yeah, so so is that that's pretty much what you've been playing then now that we've went on a complete tangent but no, hey I, you no, know I think that was that's a really good discussion to really mm-hmm. ask yeah. people like uh, yeah we I, didn't have a whole lot of news <laughs> today anyway to talk yeah, about so yeah because I because I really think that and, and not and I don't I don't mind people harping on me that I play like eight or nine games throughout the week I'm spending my free time jumping around games <laughs> because yep. I, I know that even I if do I the same thing. Yeah, because yeah, uh, even if I sit down and, and I guess that's why when it gets to game of the year stuff, 
and everything, yeah. it's kind of hard. Uh, people have like, well, I make my choice of this game because I've only played it. You know, this is the only other game that I play. And it's just like, well, you can't really harp on someone who has played 30 plus some games and everything. Yeah. And people who played the 30 well, plus games can't harp on that one person for playing that one game. Yeah, and I mean that's you know like when it comes to our game of the year stuff, that's usually how I, how I pick my games for my choices, are usually like okay, well, because I'm like you where I hop from game to game to game, mm-hmm. but I look at the games that every year there always are where it was so good for me that I didn't want to jump to other games. I actually sat and played all the way through it right away because I just had to, I had to finish it because it was, it was just so good to me and it did, you know, did everything that I wanted it to do. So I didn't feel the need to jump to other games. So that's, that's how you, that's how I picked my games usually. And I'm probably going to get flack for this. But you know what? Sometimes I feel like games like Fortnite and Destiny, I think those games are cheating, like somewhat cop-outs in a sense to get like a Game of the Year nomination. Because, of course, they keep updating and stuff. And it's just like, wouldn't it, shouldn't Game of the Year just be for games that can, that come out that actual year that people have actually played? Because it's just like... I, I think, well, okay, so I'll, I'll put it out here. <laughs> I'll just put it out here. I know people get on me about Paper Mario, but I have played a lot of uh, 2020 games. I have played Ghost of Tsushima. I have played The Last of Us Part Two. I have played Doom Eternal, Animal Crossing. I have played a lot of games on all three platforms. And it's kind of hard to be like, I think the hard part comes in when you have to choose between those three systems. What are the the top tw- or the top games to put as your nominations? And then you look at someone, let's say um, Suzanne or something, and all she played was. Um, all she played was the Division 2. Let's say the Division 2 came out for 2020. All she played was the Division 2. And it's just like, how do you make a list out of that? Where if your only game is the Division 2, it's just like, how do you contribute to a Game of the Year thing? Is it because that you didn't play all of those games? Or is it just like, because they got a higher rating, I'm just going to nominate that and move on. You, you know, it, it's very yeah. it's very weird. It's, and I'm not knocking anyone on Boss Rush. I'm not knocking anyone who no. do their Game of the Year. I think sometimes when it comes to a Game of the Year discussion, I kind of feel like at least play, to me personally, I feel like at least play three games that have came out of that personal year to make your decision. And your ongoing game should not be one of the nominations because of the thing is, is if you gave it a nomination for last year, it's kind of unfair that you're doing that same nomination for this year. In yeah, and you get, feel, you get what I'm I saying? Like, yeah, and I feel like we don't really nominate games that are ongoing like that as much. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's different. It's different. Like some of them are different. Like I don't, I I don't think I could ever let you know Fortnite be you know other than an ongoing, literally an ongoing game. Um, 
something like destiny is a little different because when they have like a season there's like an actual it's like a whole but, new game because they're but, adding but, a whole and, new but campaign that's, but, to but that's but that's why i feel like that is the cop out that's the cheat thing because it's still an ongoing game because that game has also been out because you get updated content doesn't make doesn't make it right for it to be a game of the year nomination. It should be something that literally freshly came out for 2000 for that personal year. If this is 2021, I want to see the medium. I want to see um, yeah. Cyber Shadow, and I want to see um, uh, Resident Evil oh, no, Returnal. Those three, because they dropped this per- particular year. Those should be the games yeah. that should be on a nomination list of an actual nomination yeah. list or something, for example, for Game of the Year. It shouldn't be Fortnite, Destiny, Call of Duty, just because they got updates. You you get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Because well, it, yeah, and I mean, I mean, especially like Call of Duty, usually they have a new one every year, so mm-hmm. there's not a there's not a reason to pick, you know. But I I yeah, I understand what you're saying because like in a in a you know, in a more um, traditional or or uh, professional setting, usually there's you would have your destinies and all that would be part of the the ongoing game nominations, like you know, mm-hmm. games that did a good job, you know, the best job of of continuing to add content and stuff like that. And, and, so yeah, yeah like I get it. yeah. Yeah, and, and and like I said, I'm not. I think to it's like... part of it too. Is we we've, it's really hard for us because we're not, we're not at a level where we can do it professionally. Mm. Um, you know, like we, we, all these games and stuff we buy are still coming out of our pocket. pocket like yeah. we can yeah, and we can't we can't afford to buy every single game and which, you know play which, it. You know, is... but. Which is fine. You you do pick yeah. and choose, but it would be nice that when you're picking and choosing that you actually get that game for that particular year to make a yeah. nomination. Even if it's just three games that you bought, whether they were good or bad, if you enjoyed them or not, let those three be your nominations. Because they're new, they're new games, they're, whether there was a sequel or a new IP that came out this year, you should be able to nominate it, and wherever it goes or wherever you want to place it at, it should happen. And I'm not trying to knock, I, I don't want to sound like that I'm knocking uh, ongoing games and stuff. I just feel like if we're going to do an ongoing game kind of nomination, let that be that own category for a game of the yeah. year. Don't mix it in to actual games that came out this year. Or even yeah. do or even do uh your top your top mix that stuff in with your backlog games to, or be like yeah. games we actually played and worked on and keep that out of anything that was brand new that came out of that particular year. You know, like almost yes, it yeah. is two lists, but I feel sometimes I feel like that's fair. And like I said, not knocking no one on Boss Rush, not knocking on anyone who does who who have their own way of doing stuff for a game of the year nominations. Just yeah, I, I just I, that's just my personal viewpoint of it. So. Yeah, and and uh, you know what? Because I I because I haven't really played anything new mm-hmm. this week uh is far you know like other than what i talked about on boss boss rush already yeah you know i played some destiny 2 and and uh and some uh 
some rec fests and stuff this week. But, um, you know, speaking of ongoing games, though, uh, we'll we'll get into some news here that kind of yes. relates. <laughs> I'm going to go a little a little bit out of order here, but uh, just because this kind of relates to the ongoing stuff. So yeah. I'm I'm actually kind of excited about this, but the Division Two is going to be getting a brand new game mode. And they're going to continue uh, adding content to Division Two, so I'm I'm kind of excited about that because I'll I'll be honest, it's it's been a little while since I've played Division, and I wouldn't mind going back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that you know, because that was the thing with with the first one, you know, like it, it was a good game, but. Once they started releasing new content, they had kind of gutted that game and they really fixed it and made it a you know a, just an amazing game that like was so much better and fun to play. Yeah. Um. So so I'm I'm really glad that they're going back to it and they're gonna change some stuff up a little bit. And they said that you know they're coming out and I got this article from IGN. Um, they said that that there's um, the, that this new content and stuff that they're doing soon here isn't the end either. They said they're going to continue to to add on to this a little bit. So that that's really cool, especially for people, you know, who loved that game. And you know, it's just kind of weird because I believe it was last week we t- I kind of mentioned how they were going to be adding on to uh, watch uh, not Watchdog to Ghost Recon. Yes. Uh, Wildlands and stuff. So it's kind of interesting that they're all, all of a sudden out of nowhere. Uh, if I remember correctly, Division 2 was something they said they were not making any more content for a long time ago, you know? And now all of a sudden they're going back on it. So I wonder if they're going to, if they're, they're going to look into sticking with some of these games like the Division 2 doing some add-ons and kind of keep their games with service stuff more to these. And then hopefully we'll see more Ubisoft games that are, that are single player stuff and, you know, stuff like that, because like I, you know, cause like EA and stuff like that as well. I think, I think that's the, the right thing to do is to, you know, you've got your couple of games like the division and stuff that that are games with the service that you could mm-hmm. continuously keep on adding to and making money off of them kind of like like destiny does and just you know like actually make it worth people putting that time in like i was talking about earlier like people like make people you know appreciate and enjoy the time that they're putting in but also feel like they're going to be rewarded and have something further to look forward to that their time you know was worth well it's Um, it's it's about keeping the players involved in your game because you don't want you don't want to have a drop in your uh online on your uh online service of a game um because the thing about is when that happens it's like okay it yes it is a business and trying to make money but it's just like is our game no longer valuable 
is it not yeah. like it's fun? No it's longer not... people's minds. Yeah, yeah so it's want to come up with a three. You know, they've got to keep people interested in it. Yeah. If you know, if they want someone to buy a third one, you know, they're gonna have to have people's mind share on it. So. Yeah, you know, I don't know whether it's going. There's going to be a three anytime soon, but like I, I kind of would like if they just continuously add to it, do the destiny thing, like where it's just an ongoing thing where it just eventually just becomes the division, and and they just continuously add new content and that brings you different places and and whatever, but it still stays in that in that world that mm. it's that it kind of uh, is in. So. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, if you think about it, they literally could do all fifty states. <laughs> like they could, they could have where you know there's a camp in this state and that state, and you know, like. But but I, mean, I think so. Ultimately, I, they're, they're, I, when you're set in the real world, the uh, you know the the ideas are are endless. I think with because of new consoles coming out, I think there will be a division three. Um, I think they'll be able to make the assets more detailed, like create a mm-hmm. better world and stuff, because even though they could continue to keep this world going, um, there's, there's only so much people can do limit why, uh, looking at or graphical wise, I should say, um, yeah. with it, you know, cause the gameplay is going to be there. It's not really going to change or you just be hide behind something and shoot at it <laughs> until they die. That's like well, the basic gameplay. Like they're not like, they're, like, I like if I was going to add anything, like I want to see, like you turn the division into a beat em up or something, or do you like actually like do something with more of a melee thing, like do something like that's so wacky and so bunkers that the gameplay changes also. Cause just hiding behind cover and shooting. It's just like, that's to now in a sense, it's elementary. It's like, it's kind of basic. Yeah, I think I think the thing is though too is they could have like like I wouldn't even mind seeing them take a little bit from Watchdogs mm. and have like where where you could have, you know, kind of like in um, you know, in beat 'em ups or shoot 'em ups, you know, a lot of times like things like uh like Contra. Yeah. Like like where you know like a lot of times like a boss will drive in with a vehicle that then starts shooting at you and things like that <laughs> what if they and turned into like have... you remember that game smash tv where you just like yeah. hit open there. what if it turned into that just for fun <laughs> that, yeah that would be that would be interesting for sure but exactly. yeah i yeah i mean i'm i'm, I'm i don't know I'm it, it was interesting it, it was uh-huh. interesting i'm 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 excited. Uh, it'll make me because I popped in the division two a while just to get the updates and see how the world <laughs> is, and I would be up. I would be into it to see what they have to offer with this new update. Well, I think well and, and it, you know, this gives people who don't care about the uh, the uh, the oh, is it the dark zone or whatever it's yeah, called? The dark zone. Yeah, yeah. It's the this will give people who don't care about going into those lawless areas a chance to be able to get new weapons and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and you know, and do because I I'll be honest, I didn't like the whole like the dark zone. I the dark zone idea is a really cool concept, but I just kind of wish that it wasn't it, there wasn't that PvP aspect to it. Yeah, because it just. I don't know. I just don't really think you need it. 
Like I think they could just as just as easily had powerful, you know, like computer controlled guys in there that yeah. are just kind of on different uh paths that they they may travel and and still make it difficult to, you know, like where you may have to to hold down the fort for a little bit and take out some guys before you can, you know, like extract your weapons or whatever you got in those areas. I don't think it needed to be PVP. Like, I mean, they could have still had a PVP version of it where if you chose to, you could do that, but then just have a regular dark zone as well, like, and make that an option. So I don't like, yeah. Cause that's the one thing that, it's cool. It's cool sounding, but I never really cared about it because I don't, you know, I did also didn't have anyone to play with that, that I could go do it with because it's not something you can do single, you know, like by yeah. yourself really, without just getting murdered like right away. So, so yeah, so that's, that's one, that's one cool thing that I seen in the news that is, is good news for people who lo- who like the division too. So. And like I said, it's been a while since I went went into that game, and I wouldn't mind going back to it for a little bit. Yeah, I'm not I'm not playing it. Yeah. So, all right. So one of the other things that I come across that was kind of interesting and piqued my interest is so so there's a new there's new browser stuff that they're working on for the series X and S. The mm-hmm. new um the new uh what is it called the edge or whatever um so so according to this this ign uh article they they're they've made some changes and one of the changes that this new browser is gonna allow for is people to be able to play stadia on (laughs) the xbox oh that's cool yeah i mean that it's weird i mean it's kind of neat. I mean, I uh, th- never in a million years would I have been like, yeah, you know what? I bet you one day we'll be able to play Stadia <laughs> on the Xbox. You know, because I mean, you think about it, especially if it allows you to use a controller, or, or like even if you want to use your Xbox controller. I don't know how exactly it's going to work, but it's just something they put in. Ooh, sorry, they put in the uh, the article that yeah, that it was gonna. That you could you'd be able to play Stadia and uh, and yeah, that it, I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, because so. Stadia is more of it's more of a software kind of thing than it is like hardware in a sense. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it, it's kind of understandable that if you're playing, if you're able to play Stadia on your Series X, um. Or, or your ass to the browser and you know if you got yeah. games that you didn't buy or it's not on game pass that's on those systems and you bought them through stadia uh, through stadia i mean that's a yeah. good way it's just open yep. more of and luna to and luna too and luna it's yeah. gonna actually it's actually gonna allow you to play amazon luna and it says uh yeah the console is native access to game pass this could theoretically also allow for Xbox cloud gaming through a browser once Microsoft adds support for it in spring 2021. So, like, you could, uh, you know, that would be uh, then essentially a way you could just go into the browser on your Xbox if you don't feel like 
downloading the games onto your Xbox, you could just click click in the you know pull up the X Cloud in the browser and play play the um, Game Pass games uh, through the browser on your Xbox. So then you don't have to download the game onto your you know kind of like we had talked about. Uh, I don't think I think it was either last week or the week before episode one twenty nine or one thirty, but. Yes. Yeah, because I was saying that we would eventually we want to be able to just play Game Pass games without without having to download them, just be able to play them through the X Cloud. So, so yeah, yeah. it says it says furthermore, this should allow for improved capability with browser based games and services like Skype and Discord through the web. So. So yeah, that that so eventually we would be able to use Discord on your Xbox through the web browser and chat through that while you're playing a game. You could just have it pulled up in the back since it, you know, it, it since the uh, if the idea is that you know, like it kind of saves that stuff running in the background uh, for the for the um, the um, fast uh, fast play or whatever. Yes. So yeah, I, I mean, so yeah, it's it's interesting. Some good, good, uh, long needed uh, changes because I know people have been wanting to be able to use Discord and stuff on their Xbox for for a long time since since basically the beginning of the Xbox One. I think already there was people out there that are like, "Come on, let's get Discord on, you know, on consoles and." So this this will be a way for people to hopefully get that now finally. So, so yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm still trying to learn the Discord thing and video games. It, it, it's it's a me thing here, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I well that yeah that's the thing is I you know I've never used any of that stuff really, so it's a matter of learning all that stuff that yeah. happens. All right, one of the one of our last like bigger news things. Um so Tomb Raider the Definitive Survivor Trilogy has popped up on the Microsoft Store and then I think it disappeared. Um this is from a Euro Eurogamer um article. So Apparently there there's and, and it's still rumor because I mean, you know, like unless until we can actually get something definitive, you know, an actual answer from someone, you know, the, this is still just rumor. We can't, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. But so like, I, you know, the idea is, is we could possibly get, uh, you know, like an Xbox uh, series s and x upgrade version of the tomb raider games but you get a whole trilogy the whole all three of them in one package um and you know that that i think that would be awesome to get you know get those get a tri- the trilogy with upgraded you know uh you know graphics and and possibly uh frame rates and stuff like that for the new consoles for the you know ps5 and series x that would be that would be cool yeah it's just it to me it makes sense for them just to go ahead and announce that you know i want to switch right uh (laughs) uh, the the games look well who knows 
yeah who I knows mean, they, if that that if that pro <laughs> that pro switch is you know is really a thing that we could see more stuff like this coming to it, it so I, i'll take even the, the 360 version of rise and and the original Tomb raider <laughs> and whatever they want to do with uh shadow they can because those games I was telling one of my Twitter friends, I'm like, I really love all three games. Like, this trilogy reboot was fantastic. Uh, I still love Rise, but playing Shadow again, I'm just like, I I was playing Shadow, uh, because when I normally played it, I played it, like, on my, like, 19-inch or 20-some-inch TV. Now that I got, like, HDR and my Xbox One S does HDR, it looks even better better <laughs> and i was just like yeah. to see this mug running on a series s and x trying to see rise of the tomb raider where you just like you walk in yeah. and you just see that vast land it's just the detail of of uh shadow of the tomb raider man yeah. it's going to look amazing and ray just tracing. having yes like, oh the ray, ray tracing is oh that's gonna look just bunkers good and just on all of this for less i'd say 70 dollars because you get all three games and i'm assuming you get all the dlc um with it now i don't yeah. know about the multiplayer <laughs> that that would yeah. be that uh but i think well, people will go i think people will go back and this is a good way to have that collect the definitive i feel like this is the definitive to have that definitive edition of this series i think yeah. they just go yeah. ahead and that's break. yeah that's what it's called it's called the yeah the definitive survivor trilogy so it's essentially the definitive version of all of the entire trilogy yeah yeah i i think you know and like we've you know, like everyone when you talk about ray tracing you know like everyone says like tomb raider like games like tomb raider games like gears you know games like uh like uh hellblade games yes. like like uh horizon zero dawn like those are the kind of games that are really gonna show off the the look of ray tracing you know like i think more so tomb raider and and gears just because of those the the settings where you're kind of in these rocky and you know on horizon when you're in the tombs down down below like you know with the ancient uh um heart uh you know mechanics and stuff like that but you know these are the kind of games that we want to see using ray tracing because they're the best set up games to really show that off so so if if we could get like a really a really good you know next gen like Mm -hmm. upgrade to all that whole entire trilogy and like have ray tracing and all that stuff on them yeah and it could be like hey look how good this ray tracing was in this game and, and it's not even built around it you know like because these games weren't built around having ray tracing in it you know, if they can really make it look good, they, they, you know, this this trilogy could essentially be a really good look at, you know, what what's to come as far as these kind of games go. Yes. So, because I, you know, that's the thing is I really hope, and I know there's been talk that we probably won't, but I really hope we get another Tomb Raider for this gen. You know, like I hope that that's why this trilogy is coming out. You know, is because they're they they're trying to get people excited because another one's going to come out eventually. I don't know because you know for me it's it's Resident Evil, Halo, 
and the Tomb Raider franchise. Those are like my top three like franchises overall as far as like you know like the games that I've always loved since you know way far back mm-hmm. and and uh you know I just I really want another Tomb Raider game. Exactly. So bad. You exactly. know, especially on this new hardware. I want a new Tomb Raider game built for the Series X. <laughs> yes. Like I yes. want to see that. I want to see something that's built from the ground up for these new hardware, you know. Yes, so. I agree. I agree. So Okay, and then the last thing here that I that I was gonna talk about um is just kinda and now you know, people hearing it, I'm hoping this is coming out earlier in the week then you know but um so this this week uh it ends march 13th so it would be like i think the next weekend or the weekend of this week that you guys are hearing this Mm -hmm. but um so target apparently has got um a 10 percent uh off deal going on on a bunch of uh, games for the newer consoles and stuff like that for whatever reason, but it, it ends March 13th. And now this includes, uh, this includes for, um, for uh, pre-order. Pre-order. Yeah. But the, uh, the catch is though, is it, it's only, it's only good. I think for one, for one game, maybe. Mm-hmm something like that but the nice part about it is that one game can also include collector's edition versions of games and so like you know like a 40 50 game 10 percent off isn't a whole lot but if you know if you're getting like a collector's edition that costs like 130 bucks exactly you know you're you're gonna save like you know like eleven twelve dollars on it or whatever exactly. um so you know I mean it is what it is but but yeah the the list of some of the games that they had on here that will be a ava- uh be eligible for it is returnal Resident Evil village MLB the show 21 ratchet and clank rift apart MLB RBI baseball 21. Subnautica Below Zero, Deathloop, Chivalry 2, It Takes Two, Biomutant, the game that I'm really looking forward to. Dude, I'm so ready for that game. Yeah. Balan, Wonderworld, Judgment, uh, Chris Tales, Scarlet Nexus, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Now I'm guessing they're talking about the, uh, the Series X s and ps5 edition because though that game yeah because that switch. no not not switch because any of the games here oh, that, they, that are on here, they nintendo they didn't have the rights to be able to do it for nintendo games only oh, so the you, new new only okay yeah just the newest generation of consoles so okay but yeah so because they're yeah, that Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 bundle, um, I'm guessing it's the same for PS5, that they're going to be getting an upgrade for PS5 as well. 
Uh, yeah, um, but, it is. Yeah, but Xbox is getting one. And from what I understand, I think it's, it's a free upgrade if you got the the bundle or something. Uh, there's something, I think there's some kind of $10 charge. I I, I, I got to research that one. Again. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think it's if you bought just the standard. Uh-huh. Uh, and not the deluxe version. If you got just a standard one, then it's like a ten dollar upcharge to get the the um upgrades. But if you got the deluxe version, then you got you get it free. It's okay. the next gen or whatever version. So, I think, so they, I think for me it says that I got the I think for me it says that I got the next gen version of it because anytime I click on it in the store because it's you can pre order it or whatever. Yeah. Um, it it says that you already own this, so I I'm guessing I have it, but I don't know for sure. So okay, but yeah, so that so yeah, um, ten percent off, and unfortunately, it's only one. I think one game. Um, I could actually say if I buy mutant would be my Xbox one. And then Returnal would be my PS5 one. Um, yeah. Even though I'm looking forward yeah. to Resident Evil Village and stuff, Returnal, mm-hmm. since that comes out before Resident Evil Village, I would use that discount for Returnal. Yeah. And for me, obviously, I don't... I'm all digital, so it doesn't really do a whole lot for me. But, but I mean, you know, like, if there was something that I did want to own the digital or the, the physical version of, it would be, so, you know. So last week, um, even though this okay, bringing in a little bit Nintendo, uh, I was at Target because uh, I picked the Bravely Default 2. They actually had this same kind of sale for the for uh nintendo switch game cards so like the games that come all those cards mm-hmm. that you scratch off and stuff um yeah. they had that sale so it's probably the okay. same thing it's probably almost the same thing but they're doing pre-orders with this one and actual games because i don't think i don't know if x series x or playstation have game cards almost like switch does and even though there's, there's a lot of like first party indie stuff, um, I don't know if they have it for PS5 and Series X. Um, I haven't yeah, got to go yeah, to the they, store and look. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, they they have they have cards for like individual games where you can buy a game mm-hmm. digitally. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just a card for it. You enter the code in, and then you'll it yeah. unlocks it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. They, it's for people, you know, for people who don't want to put a upcharge card on their on their consoles or whatever then yeah, yeah that allows them to buy them digitally Cause, but because i wonder because i wonder if they have like the series x logo you know how they be like x i think yeah. series x or they have like playstation 5 i haven't seen i, I that's why i said i'll have to go check those cars yeah, they got those to see if they have that yeah yeah, it's very it's very similar to the Nintendo one okay. and stuff. Yeah, all all three consoles have have those, I believe. Uh, just like in PC too. PC, mm-hmm. you can buy games digitally that way as well, where it's just like a it's a code for uh, for Epic, you know, the Epic Store, or it's a code for you know the whatever store, and then you can just get it, you know, and 
type that go into that store, type the code in, and then it, it will just automatically download it. So yeah, and this yeah, is very certain cool. games. I don't know how they picked which games do it, but yeah, because it's very. I think it's very convenient that they that they do that. I just need to. I think I just like when, like I said, when I go to Target, I just need to see if those same cards and stuff. Because I think this is a great deal for people who want a good game on the cheap or think there mm-hmm. is going to be a good game on the cheap because you don't never know until that game actually releases. But like ten percent off, mm-hmm. that that's a good that's a steal. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know it's better than nothing, and and like they mention it, they mention in this article, you know, with with you know play a lot of these new PlayStation games being you know sixty nine ninety nine, uh, yes. you know, ten percent off is you know gonna make up for a little bit of that that price hike that some of these games are getting. So yeah, so, and I, yeah. And I, yeah, and I don't know if they charge taxes for those cars. Because they're they may be considered almost like gift cards in a sense. I, I'm gonna have yeah, to do some I research. I don't know. Yeah, Cause I like, don't know. I... Yeah, because if they don't charge no tax, everybody get on this good deal. Like bring the actual price down and don't have to pay no tax and get that digital version of the game. <laughs> yeah. Although I I would imagine you have to because like when I buy a game digitally on the store, mm-hmm. I I have to pay tax. You know, well, you have to pay tax. Tax. So, yeah. I don't um, know. But I, I, it's because it's a card. I don't know if it falls under gift card. That's the thing about it. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, so yeah, that's that's pretty much. I just uh, wanted to add that on just because I I came across that and I seen that it was interesting. And I actually my headphones. I got new headphones today. They're the yes. The Ra- the Razer uh, 7.1 surround sound ones. Oh, nice. And and they're normally like $79.99 or something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, Target had them on sale for uh, for $59.99. So. Oh, that's good. That's cool. Yeah, so I saved 20 bucks. So, yeah, because I, I was like, uh, you know, I, I had a pair like these, but they were mm. the, the, the more like... I think like the fifty dollar ones or whatever the forty nine yeah. ninety nine ones. Um, but my daughter like she likes to chew on things sometimes, <laughs> and she freaking chewed right through the cord, <gasps> no. and it didn't work anymore. I literally used them twice. Oh no! I, they were so brand new. I was so mad, and so yeah. And then my other ones, I let my my son use. You know, and so I was like, I need to get a pair of headphones to replace those ones that that yeah. my daughter. So I I took the opportunity because I seen that these were on sale there. So so yeah, if you need some you know new headphones, go pick these up because yeah, they're they're it's a good sale. And there's a there's a bunch of really good uh, brands at uh, at Target. Like they've they've always got a good selection by me. Yeah. Anyway. So and I, these ones are actually in the the PC the PC area because uh-huh. they can work for PC but but they um these also work with the with the PS5 they work with the Xbox One the Series X they you know they work with all of it so yeah they they normally tell like what systems or like 
what platforms or whatever and everything. Yep. It's funny that you mentioned that you got a good one because if I don't go to the Target that's like in, close to my house, uh, mm-hmm. I normally go to the one that's in Kenosha. Uh, yeah. Because, of course, they got the Milwaukee Burger and some other good good restaurants for yeah. food talk. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I would drive out to that one because the thing about it, the thing, it, it's so weird that like even though Target, they, their Target in Kenosha is really packed, some people don't go to their electronic section, and you can find some good stuff there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I when I look, when I found Cobain for like literally like seven dollars on Xbox One, I was just like, this game literally just came out about two months ago. Why is it in the bargain bin? And I snacked it, <laughs> and I'm just like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, that's cool. Whenever you find like a good deal somewhere, yes. like yeah, um, yeah, just still uh, we'll wrap it up here. But like I, like I, I remember still I went to we were in uh, Milwaukee, and mm. we were visiting fa- uh, my wife's family, and I was like, you know what, I like another thing I like to do is when I'm in cities that I'm not you know not used to or I'm not familiar with. Or haven't been to in a while. I love going to their Goodwills to see, you know, what kind of gems you can find there. Yes. I went, I went to the Goodwill uh, in Milwaukee by where my, uh, my wife's uh, cousin had lived. And I, I, for 99 cents, I found uh, a copy of Beetle, the original a copy of Beatles Abbey Road on vinyl. Uh-huh. And so I got, you know, for 99 cents, I have a like original copy of the, the Beatles Abbey Road. Oh, sweet. You know, and, 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 it, and on top of it, it actually was uh, one of the rare um, misprint versions of it where the, when they were printing them, the back screwed up. And so uh. they just slapped, slapped a picture of the back on the back of it over the the misprint oh, so wow. it, yeah so it 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 sucks though because whoever had it didn't take good care of it so mm. it's it's not worth a lot because it's ripped on both sides so like you can push the the album and it goes right out the other end you know so that mm. sucks because had it actually been in better condition it would probably be worth a good chunk of money because those rare misprint ones, you know, the original ones are are hard to come by, let alone uh, the rare misprint ones. So yes, yeah, but it was still cool. I still have it, and the record was in perfect condition. So like it wasn't scratched or anything. So I, I you know, I could play it on my on my turntable, and it sounded perfect and everything. So that's all I cared about. I mean, just having it too, you know, for a bu- a buck. Yes, I mean, I don't. I don't care what what it's not worth, you know, for a dollar. It's worth way more than what I paid for it in my eyes. But so, yeah, but all right. I'm hungry. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. So, yeah, we, uh, you know, Corey's kind of been helping me because he's still got to kind of upload these things. So. You know, I'm uh, just know where I'm still trying to do these every week. You know, I don't know for sure when they're going to be up, but they'll be up. You know, they they will be available eventually. You know, I think I think I got to see if maybe I can talk with 
Corey and figure something out where maybe he can even show me how to upload them myself and I can just do everything on my end and just do it right away. I, you know, we, we're still in the process of trying to figure a couple things out here. So, so be patient. We'll, you know, we're, and like I said, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot to learn too, because I don't really know how to use, I mean, I, I know how to use like the editing programs and all that stuff, but, but I still need to learn. There's still a lot I need to learn because I haven't done like editing video stuff since, since like I was in high school or whatever. So it's been a long time since I've used an editing program and it's been, you know, all the editing programs I used back then have probably been updated like 20 times at this point, nothing like what I was using then. So, so yeah, it's, it's a lot, there's a lot to learn, but yeah, the, the, we should have one of these. So there should be, I don't know what day, but it will be available every week. So, (laughs) You know, so. All right. Yeah. Is, is there anything else that you can really think of? I mean, no. I think bad. I think we. Yeah, I think at the end of this, you may uh, hear some extra uh, content as well that we kind of had in the beginning, because we started basically started the show before I actually actually <laughs> before yes. I started the show. <laughs> so uh, there, we had a whole big talking. Yeah, so I'll, I'm gonna try to throw that at the end here. So so then you know after you'll hear a little bit of the outro music, which is just the the intro music to this show played in reverse <laughs> for a <laughs> I just I, I was have I'm having fun with editing stuff and just trying to do goofy things but so yeah so you'll you'll hear that so let's throw up the X because we're about to exit <laughs> yes. All right. bye everybody yeah bye There we go. There we go. All right. Yeah, I uh, I was looking around and there was not much for news. Yeah, so. it's it's a it's a struggle with Xbox. Like, I, and I think that's why yesterday I was just like, they got to start talking because they're gonna get left. They're getting left in the dust with the news. And I think that's what I was just trying to get with. I'm like, even though, yeah. and that's why I think that's why I said, yes, Nintendo and Sony have been talking, showing us what we're getting for August. And like Microsoft should be doing something because you got a lot of people who look forward to your system and want to buy your system and got it. And they really can't play anything on it besides a lot of backwards compatibility. Because I think everybody already played the launch games. And then it was just like everybody went to the backwards compatible system. That's what I was really trying to say. And and with Bethesda or the vault in general, it's like, of course, they're not going to be saying anything, but we really don't know what they got besides Death Loop, Indiana Jones, uh, even though that's Lucas Arts film, and uh, the Ghost one. Like, and, and that uh, first person role playing game that they show, they only got like four things. And Bethesda, can't, Bethesda alone can't carry the vault in games. You know, they can't carry Microsoft or anything. So Microsoft got to show us something. I don't care if they're, they could do another inside Xbox, show us some more third-party games that's coming to the system. They don't even have to show first-party stuff. Just show us something so that we know that we can look forward to making purchases for your system. 
Well, yeah, I mean, the inside Xbox is showing that kind of stuff. They have been putting up mm-hmm. videos like this week in, in Xbox or whatever, or this week in uh, Inside or whatever it's called, their videos. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I just didn't really take much of those because it's not like, um, not really something noteworthy. It, it would just be a matter of just saying, hey, the, you know, like this game this week has been, it was announced. And then, I mean, there's not really much to talk about there, you know, as far as, uh, um, as a conversation. All but right. they do have, I mean, they have had, you know, been releasing third party stuff that's, that's been getting announced, but they're, uh, they just haven't had like an actual show thing that you know because like yeah because the medium the medium and then the resident evil demo that's supposed to be coming this month um and then actually resident e i think resident evil in may because i don't know what is coming to april for xbox of its third party you know that's a lot of nintendo and sony because like returnal is is coming out um I know well Apex is this month, it's Tuesday. Um there's something in there's something in April that's coming in for Nintendo and I gotta research it. Like Sony and Microsoft, I mean Sony and Nintendo are good for right now, but like man, Microsoft, you, you guys gotta say something. You guys really got to say something. You know, like I would have even I would have even enjoyed the three out of ten if they would have just like did a big marketing thing instead of like uh is it Larry Bird or something? Or um, I, I, I don't know for sure. Uh, yeah, because it's just like when Microsoft drops something, they yes, they dropped it on Twitter, but it's just like, oh, we got this game out. What game? I didn't even know you guys had a game coming out. <laughs> like the three out of ten. Until you told me about it, Jesse, I knew nothing about that game at all. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, there's. I, th- I do think we're gonna get some stuff. You know, they're gonna talk about some stuff, but it's mm-hmm. just, you know, like we had said on the on uh, Boss Rush. It's. I think their thing is, is they're kind of, they kind of have to wait to, to get you know, like figure out what they want to talk about, and since they couldn't talk about any of the Bethesda stuff, because I'm sure there are certain things of the Bethesda stuff that they will talk about and announce mm-hmm. before E3, um, you know, like just specific things, but you know, not everything, obviously, because they're going to leave a lot of stuff for E3. But I think the problem is right now is they need to see at this point what they have, what they even have to talk about. Because, like I said, I mean, you know, like we've been hearing about, about you know, like all, a couple of the games from Sony, and and like a lot of those games that they've talked about over the past couple of months are all getting delayed. So, yeah, I and, mean, you know, what good was them talking about it now? I, at this you know what? I, what was good talking about it is that they let people know that there is that is in production, that is in work. Yeah. So and yeah. and. and 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 not that's why I said yesterday. I'm like f- when we watched the Game Awards, we knew we 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 seen f- no well Fable was the was in July. I think that was the July reveal. But we know that Perfect Dark is coming. That's great. We know Fable is coming. That's great. Hellblade, um, Halo, 
Forza Motorsport. That's great. But now that your system is out and it's a and right now it's kind of a dry spell, you guys gotta push something. You're pushing stuff for Game Pass, which is fine, but you gotta push something for Series X and Series S. You got to push, <laughs> you really gotta push something because we were having this conversation, I think, no, me and you had this conversation two weeks ago, uh, like last episode. Remember when everybody mm. said that what's coming out for Switch, what's going to be their launch lineup, and then Switch was hitting everything month by month, like where there's an indie or first party. That same thing should have been happening to Sony and, and uh, Microsoft, even though I know COVID happened. They should at least have something in the pipeworks that something could roll out every four or five weeks. I don't care what it is. Like, let something yeah. well, come out. That's the thing is, I think I think they would have if things mm. were normal. Yeah, but it just wasn't. It was not a. It was just not something that they could plan for. And you know, have seen have seen this coming at the you know at the time of when they had you know were fully uh you know they were they were dedicated in releasing the yeah. consoles. I mean, and you know that was that dedication and all that stuff that was set up was you know way before COVID started. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, unfortunately, once you know, like they thought they would have had games to talk about and things that they would be, you know, would be finishing up, you know, as as time went on, you know, that the new consoles were out, but all that stuff just completely got got yeah. slowed down and put to a stop because, yeah, of everything. So, yeah, I think that's the thing, you know, and and maybe we could talk about talk about this a little bit on the show but yeah um, we can I yeah keep, well I, I keep forgetting that every time when you have these conversations we yeah. never do the show start <laughs> well hey and you know what we can even just throw this at the end maybe yeah so i'll just i'll just finish up my my thoughts on this yeah go ahead. so like the the other thing i was thinking too you know like about this because a lot of people have been saying like they should have just canceled releasing the new consoles. They shouldn't. They should have just, you know, not released the new consoles and waited until newer games are coming out. But that. But my my thing is with that is one. It's not fair to the people who do have stuff ready to release on the new consoles. And two, you know, like the the thing is, is I still even let's say that that before the xbox came out we knew that there was going to be nothing for almost a year on yeah. that console when it comes out i still would have wanted to get it because i still want to be able to play the my old games and the new games that come out yeah with better load times with you know faster you know better performance all those things because you know, had the Xbox, the Series X not come out and the PS5 not come out, who on console would have been able to enjoy playing Cyberpunk at all? Can I t can I even add to that? If it wasn't for backwards compatibility for both of those systems, both of those companies would have been in trouble. If yeah. they would have released their systems without backwards compatibility, both of them systems would have been in trouble. Yeah. And yeah, and like you know, Microsoft has put so much, and they're still yes. like that's the great thing, is they still are putting so much uh, attention to detail in yeah. that backwards 
compatibility stuff and they're still constantly updating and and improving that stuff and seeing what this new console can do now and um yeah i mean you know that's the thing is like and just the fact that you know like if you already have the game you don't have to ever buy it again even with you know like they're they're doing uh you know that's such a big deal for me as far as um you know all that work that they're putting in and i and i know like they're, they're you know part of that is them trying to make it up to their fans who stuck with them even through the hard times here but but they still do, wouldn't have to do that you know they still they still could you know but and and just like you know them even not really charging just still charging 59.99 for their for their games and stuff like yeah. that they could they could be charging 70 dollars like playstation is too but they, if, for right now it seems like that's not not in their their cards to yeah start uh you know so and there is part of that that we'll get into the show so okay yeah we'll just we'll, we'll just end that with that and uh, i'll uh throw that at the end so all right all right <laughs>